Hey, I finally uh, I finally finished Stranger Things. Oh, dude, what did you think? I loved it. Somebody, I can't remember if it was you or somebody else saying, oh, there's this cringe scene with the guitar. I actually played that scene what? over. What? No, absolutely lo- not cringe. That was so good. I, I loved I it so didn't... much. I I paused, I, mean, I stopped it and then rewound it, rewound yeah, it dude. or reset it. Yeah, dude, I, I loved that so, whole thing. The good thing, so when it aired, the last two episodes did not air with the first part. So season four, part one aired, but those last two episodes didn't air. And at the end of whatever the last episode of part one was, if you stayed right. after the credits, there was a trailer for the second half. I didn't watch it and I didn't watch any of the trailers that dropped before the second half. So I didn't know. I didn't know anything going into it. So that whole scene came out of nowhere for me and I was over the moon and I'm no Metallica when, <laughs> and that was so sick. Right. Yeah. When you hear him, I, mean, I think it was per- partially the sound of that, the crackling of the amp. Once you, you know what an amp sounds like when it's turned up to yeah, 11. Man. Right. And that yeah, one is like, <laughs> he just gets out, gets it out. This one's and for you. And seeing Dustin there, just like rocking yeah. out, like with him on <laughs> his knee, so just like a roadie. Yeah, yeah man. He's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah total roadie stance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was great though. I ended up just saying, "Screw it." You know what? It was. Um, I always, I, I told myself, "I'm there's, I'm not gonna find a better time uh, to watch it because it's two and a, it's almost two and a half hours." Yeah. Right. And and so I thought. Um, this was last night. Yeah, last night at about did Lindsay watch it with 10 you o'clock. No, no, no. She's she doesn't. She's not really into the whole series. But oh, at like wow. 10, 10, 15, I think I decided on. So I was like, I'm gonna be done with this around one. <laughs> and here we go. Let's do it. So I, I sat up and uh, and and enjoyed it. Didn't have a problem. I didn't. I didn't not offer anything. It kept me. It kept me engrossed for over two hours. Yeah, that's so sick. So yeah. good. What did you think of the? Uh... Oh, what, uh, what was his name? Argyle. Argyle? The, oh, the long-haired oh, pizza gosh. dude. Yeah. Okay, when he stepped up at the very end and he's like, you guys need 600 pounds of salt, I got you. <laughs> that was when I thought, all right, Argyle's really stepping up. I mean, he was. Yeah, there man. were a few points where I thought, this guy is just kind of, uh, uh, they're, they're just bringing him around. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's just going to get in trouble or something. But he actually, he held his own. Uh, aside from panic, and did panicking. you find that the Kate Bush love is warranted with how well they used her song throughout yes. the season? Yes, absolutely. Dude, so good. 100%. Song in the summer, man. Yeah. Uh, I In fact, I even went back and looked at the, uh, I, I can't remember who, which which reel you forwarded to me or which post, but it was the interview. It was the text interview with Kate Bush. And she says, can we just move on from asking me about going up the hill? And the, and the guy, the last thing is, I, I don't think I can. I don't. Think, I, I can't not ask you about running up that hill. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, somebody did a meme that was like, "When you're late to the bowl." It was the 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 epic handshake uh, meme, where it was like late oh, to the yeah. bowl, and Stranger Things season four, and then the handshake was Kate Bush's running up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah, man. The whole damn thing from all the way down off of. Uh, God, what's the street? The main street there. Uh, well, you Gower. run up Highland, but yeah, you could go yeah, all the way down it, yeah. from Sunset uh, or Hollywood. Uh, that's a big run. Oh man, you know I feel spoiled when we would go there uh, and take the the tram because then they just drop you off right there at the top. Yeah, yep. You're still, I mean, you're still hoofing it up the the big hill. You're still running up that hill. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, in fact, I I I don't remember who I saw with this band, but it was Judah and the Lion, right? Familiar with them? 
No. Kind of a yelly band, really loud, okay. younger dudes, but in the middle of That's their so set. Funny. When you said Judah and the Lion, I was like, oh, it sounds like a like a like a floppy hat indie <laughs> band. <laughs> I mean, they're I don't even know what I would say. What, let's, but then let's there's see like, what, there, uh, there are two bands. There's Of Monsters and Men and Of Mice and Men. And one is a yelly, screamy band, and one is a floppy hair, floppy hat indie <laughs> band. And I, I don't know which is which because I don't listen to either. But uh, yeah, so this band's from Nashville, and they're the genre is alternative Americana, bluegrass, folk rock, electro pop. They got they got a, a banjo, that kind of a thing. But this lead is singer a in the band? No, no, no. This is just like a, a pop singy band. They were opening okay. for the band that I, th- I want to say they opened for. God, this might have been the. Uh, incubus show might have been but the Uh lead singer decided to just go from the stage down through the orchestra pit up the middle row to the top by the time he got to the top dude couldn't even sing anymore because he was just so freaking winded because it's so i mean it's that's a distance that is a distance (laughs) so I, i will never forget that at the hollywood bowl yeah man yeah that's good i graduated from the hollywood bowl and uh i wore like a feather on my cat in my cap to say that I played the Hollywood Bowl before Coldplay. Now I love Coldplay, but at the time I was like very anti-Coldplay. And yeah, I played a well, Beatles song, and I don't even like the Beatles. I just was like, our, our theme song was with a little help from my friends. So in my mind, I was just playing the Joe Cocker version from The Wonder Years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. With the, with the fast-moving uh, the video scenes yeah. up in front. Kevin Arnold <laughs> running around all fast. Right. Paul. Oh, he's canceled, though, now. Why? What the hell so did good. he do? Oh man, he was inappropriate with uh with uh his staff, and then it's coming out that like that's not like new for him. Yeah, it's bad news. <sighs> bad news. Everyone, man, people getting canceled left and right. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sometimes I just want to sit. You know, like when it gets colder, I can't do it now. Can you? Can you? Do you drink tea? Eh, not on purpose. Yeah. I I I like tea. But yeah. I never seek out. Tea. Yeah, you've seen me have tea here. I don't have it ni- tonight because it's what eighty six out still. I had to run the AC yeah. in here at four four times in the last couple of hours just to cool it down enough for me to get in here. Yeah. But when it's when it's like winter time, I will sit down, watch a show, and have and have my chamomile with a little bit of almond milk. Sometimes, if it's early enough, I'll have some uh, like a little honey inside of it, but not too much because I realize mm. honey is a lot of sugar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good though, man. It's like my it's my I put TV. Lots of honey in my tea. My TV tea time, you know. Yeah. And uh no one else no one else really understands um like how how good that is. It's like one of those places it it puts me in this mind space that just it it calms me, lets me sleep. Um yeah, and it's just like it's like a good nightcap without it being like any kind of booze or anything. The, like the the kids Lindsay, they have they have no sense of TVT. <laughs> this is Jimmy Pot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was hovering. It was a mess. Was yes. Ready for it. That's okay. We're on different tracks. We're good. <laughs> Sick. So, I don't know. Uh, I was waiting for you. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think, uh, I think. I think we should have gone with yours. My, I, I barely had ever said mine out loud, and it was a tongue twister to say the least. Um, but that's good. Uh, I think the only housekeeping I have, other than they're playing some show at the Metro again, there's like a late 
Lollapalooza late thing or something. I don't know. It's not near me, so I don't I don't follow all the details. Um, but uh, 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 the only housekeeping I have is I'm toying with the idea. I have to do a couple tests with going back. And just like I went back and updated all the templates for the show postings. So it has like all the playlists and all that jazz. Now I'm going to go back 148 episodes, 150 episodes and add chapter markers. You really, you, you have decided that you were toying with the idea. It. What with telling, uh, with the idea. I got to see, like, I want to make sure that it's that uploading a new file and pointing the post to that new file. Won't, won't set the published date differently. I don't think it will, but, um, I'll test it probably on the trailer. Okay. Uh, and uh, and see what happens. I, I I don't know what the like do MP3s carry it? Does it have to be an M4A and and oh, what I does see. that do if it's a different thing? Because it's not a direct one to one replacement on the server. So, but each post can point to a file, and the post I'm not changing. I'm not posting a new post. The post original post date should remain the same. It's just getting updated. Right. And um, I can always. And I had no uh, issue updating and the text template. So. There's a there's a, a wild card. It's called it's it's crazy. These pu- these plugins I've been using for years. Blue Velvet. It's got no the title of the the plugin has no uh, connotation with what it actually does. It's a URL updater, but it's one of the lightest best ones that hmm. I've used. Uh, but it can do anything. It's like a wild card. So if I put in uh, MP3 to M4A, it would do a a wild card search for everything in the database and swap that out. So I mean, if you Whoa. ever ever did want to, it would it wouldn't affect anything. It may be stuff oh, that was wow. cached. I'm glad you but... told me that now because I would have gone and done it one by one, <laughs> all the way yeah, through. Let the, let like... the computer do the work for us. <laughs> and, I mean, we still have that other project we were working on, which was transcribing oh every episode and then building the search yeah. tool. That was also when I had really about cool once we do it. I had 38 hours of free time in a week. And now right. I have now I have thirty eight hours of actual work and two hours of free time and <laughs> I am struggling, yeah. David, with that yeah, swap, man. man. We'll get it. We'll get. Oh uh, yeah, I will. You're gonna really savor those uh, those holidays now, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Is Lindsay telling you to just buck up, man? You just gotta get. Your no, I mean, used to I, it, she's man. she's Still. been doing it for fifteen years, and I know and she's <laughs> helped me out. Like, uh, it's it's basically. Uh, sink or swim with google classroom learn how to use google classroom and she goes oh you can set stuff to auto post and you can set a rubric and grade it directly in google classroom and it's way easier um yeah because i spent i spent two hours this morning just going through the first assignment that i submitted to my photography class two hours for one assignment and i have two you know at least two assignments a week so it's just it's a different thing man yeah are kids taking pictures with their phones, or are they getting DSLRs, yep. or what's? Oh. No, well, I have DSLRs, yes, so I have about I have about twenty Canon. I think they're Rebels. They're newer Rebels, so a year old. Um, cool, really nice, and students can opt to use them. Just it's kit just lenses easy. or whatever, like yeah. eighteen to yeah. They're mostly kit lenses, so they're eighteen to eight. I want to say like eighteen to one hundred or something. Uh-huh. Uh Eight, whatever the the size is, eighteen to one. What do they stop down to? Like two point only mm, two eight. I think. Oh yeah, sure. If, yeah, yeah, they're That's not cool. you can not still get too, some depth out of that. Yeah, and and you know what? All the classes are are during the day, so no one's ever going to have any problems with um, low light. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, it's great. It's just I'm I'm three days in, David. <laughs> three days in, and and it's just it's a lot for me to uh, to take in. And uh, this yeah. next week's going to be great. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing it. 
uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, it's too bad that you don't work. Um, I, I guess like, you know, if you and Lindsay ever moved to Nevada, uh, and you could teach in like the Vegas school system, but you don't, you have no Sin City Vitae. <laughs> <laughs> No, no Sin City, City Vite. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tongue twist. I mean, it, that that it, is a mouthful. I had to write Vite next to Vite. No Sin City Vite. No Sin City Vite. Wow. No Sin City Vite. Yeah. I mean, that's about as bad as No Sense of TVT. <laughs> no, I really like that. <laughs> that's good. Okay, uh, the song is no sensitivity. It has an ASCAP page that's unremarkable. Jimmy Eat World, Jebediah Split is when it first got into the world. Uh, Believe in What You Want uh, DVD had it live at the 930 Club. Bleed American re-release included it. Live at La Scala included the German TV special. They played it. The middle European single, um, Chase This Light Tour, recorded live at the Manchester Academy on February 20th, 2008, and Clarity Live, amongst other things. It was track uh, two of six, if you count the Jebediah split as being uh, 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 six tracks. Um, released in 2000? Yeah, I didn't have I a specific... Yeah, find. that's the closest I could find. <laughs> um, produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World. And here's a bunch of info that I got um, from the interwebs uh, in terms of where it was recorded and who it was recorded by. It was recorded at the... What was it? at the? Wait, where did my stuff go? Oh, I think I have the link to it. Um, yeah, there's a couple of places it says it was recorded at, right? Yep. And of course... Oh, God. This didn't, this didn't save, which is annoying. The, the uh, Discog? Do you grab from Discogs? Well, well I, I mean... From and- our own... From our own stuff, and of course, when I copied the thing... Yeah. Uh, well, they don't distinguish. It, like, you had these, these two, the Kenneth Room and Sing Sing Studios, right? So it was for sure the Kenneth room. And unfortunately the, the file I linked to just goes to the directory on Google drive, Uh which is not helpful um, in any way Um, (laughs) because it was one, I opened all of these things and I think it's on this page. Let me see. Nope. Shoot. Uh, Give me just a moment. Give me a moment. Knock yourself out, man. All right. I'm going to, I know it's in this Bleed American. Okay, here we go. No sensitivity. The Bleed American CD bonus version says it was recorded by Jim at the Kenneth Room in Tempe, Arizona. And uh, so uh, that was what I found interesting was that it was at this Kenneth Room, but in Arizona recorded by Jim. Uh, And uh, I also think I conflated when I was doing my research the Kenneth Room and the Rare Book Room. In New York, so I was like, "Oh, they were oh, yeah. in New York, yeah, but no, they didn't." This is at the Kenneth Room, um, and uh, and yeah, uh, written by Jimmy World, singer is Jim. Uh, features no one that I could find. Big Wheel Recreation uh, track uh, 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 was the label for the split, um, because remember they were at that point they were still on Capitol, I think, um, but they were always releasing their own singles because no one at Capitol really cared about them. Um, <laughs> Uh, for Believe in What You Want, the publishing on the DVD was really interesting. It said, Turkey on Rye music slash DreamWorks songs, ass cap, except Just Watch the Fireworks, For Me This Is Heaven, No Sensitivity, Goodbye Sky Harbor, and Blister, published by Turkey on Rye music, ass cap. My guess is that all the other song, those are all of the pre-Bleed American songs 
whereas Bleed American was released on DreamWorks. So all the Bleed American songs that they played were Turkey and Ryan DreamWorks, as opposed to all of the pre-Bleed American songs, including No Sensitivity, are just Turkey on right. Rye. No DreamWorks uh, publishing information. Um, Great deduction. But the split itself was an industry for outer space. So this is one of those songs that's kind of done everything. Even if you look on ASCAP now, it's do I get a pickle with that. Um, no demo that I found. Did you find anything? Uh, no, couldn't find a demo for this. Yeah. Um, they played it 125 times, uh, which is impressive. 17 was the most they ever played it. it was in 2004, 17 times in one year. Uh, according to Setlist FM, first played October 14th, 2000 at Galaxy in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, which I believe is the Mississippi Nights show, which we have, um, which is so funny that it's the St. Louis, Missouri show called Mississippi Nights. Right. <laughs> so so I, I, I'm sure that's very Googleable and find outable, and I've not yet done that. Uh, most recently played as of this recording, July 7th, 2022, at 2000 Trees Festival 2022. Notable high notes of G sharp four and F sharp four, notable low notes of E3. 30,000 listeners scrabbled this song 157.8 thousand times. 27 times were for me. How many? We, tracks we are actually pretty close. Have? I have oh, 35. Nice. Yeah. And what are the numbers on Spotify? Is numbers. this available on yeah, Spotify? It is on Spotify, although I did recently see, and we've made this remark a few times, uh, that like only <clears throat> only a couple of years ago, they took it off for, I, can't, I don't even right. know how many months, and then brought it back. So... It, oh, is this one of those tracks that everybody's losing their shit? Oh, yeah, bad. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, miss, I miss no sensitivity. Uh, so it does show up. Yeah. yeah, it shows up as a track 13 on the deluxe edition at almost a million listens. And just to give you an idea, uh, well, the middle is an outlier. 581 million listens. Yeah. Uh, the the opening track, Bleed American, 65 million. So that's a good, that's, I, I guess that's a better gauge. So about there, mm-hmm. and then this is a, at about a million. So that, And I that's think that's good. mainly due because... Due it's to a B side. It's, it's not. It's a B side. It's at the end of the album, and it was only recently added to Spotify in the last yeah. year or two. So, yeah, I did no community uh, research on this episode, so you're gonna have to. You got it, man. I can. I can. Regard. I can. Hell yeah. Pick that up. Um. All right. So, uh, last little bit I have is the structure from Tombit, um, and that is that the song is an E major key, 12 B Camelot, 175 BPM and three minutes and 42 seconds duration. Shall we jump into the lyrics? Let's do it. And what I have pulled up here are the Jimmy eat world online fan site lyrics, which means that these are non-official typed out by a fan. And I want to see how they did. Sweet. All right. So this was 2000. Um, we've got in my mind, my driving album, my fall album futures was four years later working on, uh, they got bleed American, which I can't think off the top of my head if there's any driving songs, but no sensitivity out of the gate. We have, uh, one of the, the Jimmy eat world, uh, one of those that, talking about a car already. So mm. I'm going to go, uh, split these verses in half, uh, because I think, I feel like it makes sense. Well, I've got my car. We could go and sit a while. I know it won't turn over, but we'll get somewhere just the same. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Lay back, baby. Yeah. We'll do this <laughs> That's exactly right. what I thought of. We'll do this right. There's blankets in back we can use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think in this context, David, because of oh. the title, no sensitivity, something's, something's up. And so it won't turn. I know it won't turn over, but we'll get somewhere just the same. I think this is more 
of a conversation rather than a hanky panky. Mm. So it sounds to me uh, like a couple that's stuck in a rut, or maybe both both parties aren't uh, entirely aware of where that they're stuck in a rut. So I think this guy is going to be. Uh, laying this out here the engine won't turn over so they can't travel anywhere but they'll make some kind of progress just the same Mm. so from the smirk emoji to the uh to the sad emoji here i'm i'm through talking the strangest thing but i feel safe when i'm lonely don't take too much because you'll get burned if it's all at one time so it sounds like he's over the relationship uh in fact this individual has found happiness in being single he's he's reached that that point uh and if she tries to make sense of all of this that he's laying on her right now like hey this isn't working out um it's gonna really affect her if she tries to if she tries to make sense of it or fights it um it it sounds like he knows that she's still hung up on him almost or or she had no clue that he was gonna drop this bomb on her what are your thoughts on do you think i don't know what it is about the last line of the first verse first verse but the last line almost sounds more like a pre-chorus because it, the way it leads into the chorus feels more like a build than just the end of a verse. What, do you, what are your you'll thoughts get on that? Burned I wrote pre-chorus? You'll time. get burned if it's all at one time. Which is a different rhythm than the rest of the verse. Right. Uh, what would that be? You, would, you, would, you were saying you would call it a pre-chorus? I don't know. I'm asking, what do you? What are your thoughts? Do you think it could be a pre-chorus? Or uh, absolutely. It? Yeah, and they have those. I feel like they have single line and double line pre-choruses that get kind of lost yeah. with you and I. It's like, is like, this an extension of the verse? Or the verse is kind of a globe. Now, honey, I'm through talking. It's the strangest thing, but I feel safe when I'm lonely. Don't take too much. You'll get you burned if it's all at one time. time. Like that's like just a different rhythm than the rest of the whole. Yeah, thing, so but I mean, it could. All, we're also making it, uh, forcing them to keep the same rhythm for the verse. But maybe that is it's the verse is one block. Yeah, you know. Uh, I think we were talking about that Not on important. another track. Yeah, like the, we, like four bars, eight bars, and maybe this whole thing is sixteen bars. And it's like, nah, this yeah. the verse is sixteen bars, and it's just that da 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 da. But I get what you're saying. I would definitely yeah. consider that a pre-chorus. Um, I didn't think to put it on its own just because I copy and pasted from Genius and it had it in that first verse block. <laughs> course, yeah. But you're right. It does sound very different. It could be isolated. So the next verse then, which also has this pre-chorus then, right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Nope, not here. It nope. just explodes. Yeah. The world don't spin without you and I'm amazed you're standing still. Taking my kisses back from you. I want my kisses back from you. She's an amazing person. She makes the world go round, in fact. <laughs> you know, uh, the world don't spin without you. I love that the way that he put it. Uh, yeah, but he's he's ready to take a step back from her. He's taking all of his love back for himself. Everything that he is going to continue to give her. And it kind of sounds like I'm taking my I want my kisses back. from I you. I love how he sings that line. And I love those taking lines. my kisses back from you. I want my kisses yeah. back from you. Yeah. <laughs> but asking for the kisses back, almost like yeah. he had made his decision a while ago that he was going to be uh, taken off. Yeah. And then goes a little bit further and says, your problems, they aren't problems. So be glad they never will. Taking my kisses back from you. I want my kisses back from you. So she isn't necessarily a problem herself. It sounds like they so just don't connect anymore. They never will. What do you think that is? Uh, like, your problems, they? they aren't problems. So be glad they, they never will. She's not, 
you know how there's people that you meet and you get attracted to them? Like, let's say even in high school this happened, and you realize they're just, and I have in, in here, um, oh, it's in my next line here, uh, vanilla. Like, they're they're cool, and they're nice, and then you realize there's really no emotion to them. They don't have yeah. they don't have a lot of character, and I think that's what he's saying here. It's, Your problems, they aren't problems, so be glad they never will. I think that you're never going to be anyone's, someone's going to love you. Somebody will love you. It's just not me who's going to love you. That's how yeah, I interpret that. It's an interesting turn of phrase. There's a couple... Uh, Tronic on uh, Genius left a couple uh, comments here. First is about, I'm taking my kisses back from you. I want my kisses back from you. Uh, Tronic gives some serious insight here three years ago. To say taking my kisses back means that he regrets the entire relationship and wishes he could take back everything he gave her and everything they did together, even the kisses he gave her. He currently wishes that it never happened. Um, so that's about taking my kisses back from you. Now, for your problems, they aren't problems, so be glad they never will, Tronic says three years ago. In these lines, he's trying to feel better about himself and the breakup by saying that the girl's problems she had aren't real problems and that he has to deal with real problems. He's also saying she should be glad that she doesn't have to deal with the real issues and that she should be more grateful for all she does have. I just don't, yeah, it's just an interesting phrasing. Your problems, they aren't problems. No problem there at all. That that line stands. Yeah. I get it. So be glad they never will. I, I don't know what they means and never will what? There's no qualifier. I there. feel they is the problems and they never will. And what's left out is B. They will never B be problems. problems. Yeah. I see. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. So, so be glad they never will. And it's kind of like what... Um, Tron, I think it sounds it, great when he sings it. I yeah. have no problem when he's singing it. And I think that's the best part about songs a lot, is being able to phrase something in a way that fits more than right. it makes sense. Um, right. And it's close enough to where, like, maybe yeah. you and I have a little bit of a difference, but it's not like this this lyric that neither of us can decipher. It's just it's just like the, looking at it from a different perspective. So, oh, sure. uh, so and yeah, so he wants to separate himself from her. <laughs> It's not it's not uh, you it's me. Huh. The first line on verse 2. What was the meme I sent you on uh, Instagram the other day? Hold oh, on. Oh, you sent a few. Uh Yeah, I know. I'm I'm I, I, I love it. I'm no, you're my curator. Um, I, I Oh good. I look at every um, one of those. Hold on. This is good. I'm going to find it in our chat here. Uh Oh, come on, come on. A vacation dad was good too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Leaving at five. Did not send this to two a.m. for a five p.m. Yeah, flight. I did not send this one to you. Okay, this is though. Uh, so let me scroll up because I definitely sent this. To you. So, so the first line says, "Take it easy," right? This yep. this this post here says, "My husband just said, calm down,' like he wants his own Dateline special." <laughs> That's what. <I> <laughs> It's funny that Jim just said, take it easy to a girl. Like, oh, boy, that's that's a big no-no, man. Come on. <laughs> I, I, You know what I read? I scrolled up so far and read the other one that you sent uh, like a week or so ago, was, which was dad enjoys anything. And then the wife is not so fast, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> not so fast, buddy. Not so fast. Oh, buddy. I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that reminds you of, huh? Here we go. I'm yeah, gonna I'm so gonna start with that one. Take it easy. Jim's one. Take Jim it wants easy. his own Dateline special, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he wants his own Dateline special. I mean, this whole line, uh, don't you get? It's just an expression. <laughs> can we? Okay, we got to pick a Keith Morrison soundbite for the uh, one of our sound words. Oh words, yeah. Oh my. We got to pick a good one. We talked about him last <laughs> week, and I think we arrived at that conclusion that we need to have yeah. a Keith Morrison. You think yeah, it's a quiet little Keith town, Morrison. too? If it's Keith Morrison, I am not moving yeah. from the couch for one yeah. to two hours. 
<laughs> All right. So this is verse three then? Two. I didn't even. Two. Didn't. two. Sorry. Two. Yeah. Verse two. Go. Take it easy. Don't you there get it's just expression? Yeah. Take it easy. Don't you get it's just expression? Won't you raise your voice every time Every time a little dirt gets under? Uh, I think maybe he wanted her to have a little bit more character. She isn't as emotional as he may like. Uh, vanilla in some cases. There's that term that I've heard in the past. Uh won't you raise your voice every time a little dirt gets under? I don't know if that could be seen as her getting every bent time out she of gets shape. Hard, are you gonna like lose your shit? Yeah, I thought initially. Won't like he's he's compelling her. Won't you raise your voice every one once in a while instead of just letting it all mm. kind of pass by? I thought that, but now reading it again, won't you raise your voice um, every time a little dirt gets under? I think you and I had the same realization that it sounds kind of like she's maybe she just gets bent over the simplest things. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy. Uh, it's just an innocent relationship. Until or you'd think it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good Keith. Uh, all right, second half. Cry if you want the return of no sensitivity. There he goes. Uh, you don't have to scream to say something that you honestly mean. At this point, he's over her. Even if she starts to cry, it won't affect him. Just just say what you feel. There's no need to scream it or yell. Just let it out. You know, I've said my piece, and now you got to kind of deal with picking yeah. up the pieces on your end. This is one of my favorite motifs. Um, it's funny because, like, this was before YouTube, but I used to laugh with my buddies about, like, when movies would say the name of the movie in the movie. Um like when Doc says, we're sending you back to the future. And we'd go, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> um, and uh, this is my favorite in music, because for the most part, you get a song that either has a title that has no words in the song or the title is in the chorus, you know, um, or sometimes it'll be like, damn it is called damn it. But the radio single is called damn it in parentheses growing up because people want to be like, what's that growing up song that, that, that punk band sings in the night? <laughs> really? Oh, right, this one. Um, but this is like where it's in the middle of a verse, which I love. So it's almost that moment where it's like when he says, uh, the return of no sensitivity, you're almost like, yeah, that's the yeah, name, of, that's the the name of the song. <laughs> can I can I share with you my favorite, that's the name of underscore or Oh, blank? yeah, please. Here it yeah, is. Yeah, because now, now on YouTube, there's all kinds of montages of this shit. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, that's that's a cultural problem is what it is. You know, you, you, your average American male is in a perpetual state of adolescence, you know, arrested development. Hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, that's the name of the show. Oh, Ron Howard. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, man. A perpetual state of, of arrested development. development. Hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, let's show. see. Now, oh, right. So we've got the world don't spin without the chorus again. Yeah, uh, taking my kisses back from you. Whoa ho! I want my kisses back from you. You, yahoo, yahoo. And then uh, <laughs> what I have down is the bridge. Correct. Yep, it's gotta be. It's a token. Oh, so twinkly. Yes, it is very. It's very Jimmy. When you hear those footsteps calling, isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious? And I think here what Jim is saying is if you take a look at us it's from the okay. outside, if you were to step outside of our little bubble relationship, you might see where I'm coming from. It's obvious that we aren't meant for one another. It's, isn't it obvious? Yeah. Isn't it obvious? To me, to me, to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. 
Uh, it's okay if you don't answer. I thought it was obvious. I thought it was obvious. Okay, maybe you don't see it right now. You're, you know, you, you're, uh, you're taking a lot in right now. This is a big thing for you to take. That I'm, I'm, you know, I'm breaking up with you. Um, I saw it as being obvious, and you clearly don't. But you will. Yeah. So kind of a, a you know, a salty ending there to this no sensitivity. Yeah. But you know what? It fits the title of this track. Now what no, we have to no keep an ear out for is our uh, guest this week, Michelle Swarbrick. Um, had mentioned she had seen Jim. This is one of the few Jim curse words uh, where she's seen them play this song and she's very certain that that second thought it was obvious was uh, sung as so fucking obvious, which I want to hear back. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, through the few uh, live versions that I have out here, um, I didn't go and pull every live version, so I may have missed, but I've got a good swath here from 2001, 2002, 2005, 2008, 2009, and 2021. So good. Um, somewhere in there, hopefully, we get a so fucking obvious. Sweet. So, yeah. And yeah, God, what a good song. We'll get to it at the end, but this is a uh, this is a top. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think those are all the lyrics. Are yeah, that's it. Then there was just the Sweet. chorus again with "The world don't spin without you," and I'm amazed you're Sweet. standing still. <sighs> Let's take a listen together, shall we? Yes. To uh, the the way I, I I never listened to the Jebediah, at least that I'm familiar with. Uh, so since this is track two on the Jimmy Eat World side, I chose track two on the Jebediah side for us to check out. It's called the Less Trusted Pain Remover uh, by Jebediah. That's the second track on their side. If you have watched together up, I can play yeah. this in ya. Oh yeah. Yeah, baby. So fucking special. You listen to yourself. Guess I'm scared to trust. But I'm lost. Or I'll have nothing Cool, I man. dig it, man. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Do you remember the band from the early 2000s called Stella Star? That one does not ring any bells, no. There was a guy we knew, and we were like, he was a little older than us, and we met him because he worked at the Coffee Bean at the Grove, and we all worked at the Gap, so we would go over to Coffee Bean, and we really liked this guy, so we started hanging out with him outside of work, and his favorite band was Stella Star, so we went to a couple shows at the El Ray with him, and this band was so good, but they had a song that kind of sounded like that. Checked out this song. It's called In the Walls. This guy's now an Academy Award-winning like short film director. Um so my guess is that he probably also made uh, this Yeah, video. he had a hand in this video for sure. 
and our buddy kind of looked like this dude, like with the <laughs> indie emo hair. I don't know, mm-hmm. like what? What is? It's just indie. Is that like that's the? Yeah, yeah. It's so hard for me. I've given up on. It's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, like labeling it. Not, not that it's like sure, I'm not. Yeah. I'm trying to gatekeep labeling stuff, but it gets so hard <laughs> because there's so many different like sub categories. That yeah, oh, I, yeah I, I agree yeah, with totally. what you just said. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would say that that was yeah indie rock. I could see them opening for Death Cab. Yeah. By the way, I could too. All the new Death Cab songs are so good. I'm very excited for this record. Um, I forgot the name of it. Uh, look it up on your favorite streaming service. Um, <laughs> the next note that I have is not really much of anything, but there are three seven-inch vinyl versions, uh, uh, three disc seven-inch versions of this split, which is such an interesting. Like, they made three disc seven-inch or single split of this, <laughs> um, but they do exist, and there's even a red version with three discs, right. three seven inches to make up this thing. This was also bundled with the uh, Bleed American uh, Deluxe CD that came out, I think, in 2008. Um, and uh, th- I feel like that's the one you see the most uh, is the one that got bundled. But I feel like it wasn't in the gold packaging or the gold cardboard sleeve at that time. It was like a... Uh, really shitty white sleeve that kind of went with it. But I remember seeing it at, uh, that's what it was. It was a second disc. You would think that I did all the research and I would have come up with this, but I'm only (laughs) remembering this now. Uh, Going through, you know, when I go to Amoeba Records or something, I would go through and look for my favorite bands to see if there was some import or something I didn't have. And there was always the Bleed American that was a dual jewel case with the Jebediah split. And I was like, well, I have a version that's not in the jewel case. So I already gate kept myself by sin, <laughs> or gate kept myself from buying that Bleed American version. And I was like, why would I buy this corporate jewel case version when I have the cardboard sleeve version? <laughs> right. Um, so I always, and I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, Justin, that I got the cardboard sleeve version. At Aaron's Records. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. And I don't have the 7-inch vinyl uh, or or multi-disc 7-inch vinyl, but there is a CD EP. That's the one that I have is the gold one that I see here on Discogs. Um, and, uh, yeah. That's the uh, one with the – they had the ampersands all over them all, right? Yeah. Oh, whoa, dude. Hold up. Mm. There are lyrics here. Let me take a look. I've got my. I want to see if there's anything odd here with the uh, with the lyrics, the no sensitivity lyrics. I'm gonna read these off here. Uh, you go with yours. I've got my car. We could go and sit a while. I know it won't turn over, but we'll get somewhere just the same. I'm through talking. It's the strangest thing. I feel safe when I'm lonely. Don't take too much. You'll get burned if it's all at one time. Take it easy. So the way that they laid it out here is uh, they put the chorus at the bottom. So they put the second verse here. Take it easy. Don't you get it? It's just an ex- it's just an expression. Would you raise your voice every time you uh, every time a little dirt gets under? Cry if you want. It's the return of no sensitivity. You don't have to scream to say something that you honestly mean. The world don't turn without you. And I'm amazed you're standing still. Is it turn or it? Well, so the spin? lyrics. Did you say would you raise your voice? Yep. 
Okay, so it's Won't You Raise Your Voice uh, on my lyrics here, and then The World Don't Spin on the Genius lyrics. So two Yeah, this says, definitely there. says Won't Turn. Ah. So is there a version, is there a demo that's yet to be released mm. where it says... Uh, <laughs> and maybe it was uh, so fucking obvious. <laughs> to me, to me, to me. <laughs> Uh, let's look at, let's listen to that real quick since we haven't right. really listened to the song itself. Um, I'm going to go ahead and scrub through this. I didn't load it into premiere so I could see the VU, uh, the waveforms, but that's okay. Um, so I want to go to verse two ish, right? Yep. That's kind of where I want to be. Oh, I love the dueling guitars here. He does say wood. Oh yeah, definitely not wolf's turn. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. Ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like <sighs> i mean maybe one of the most like like how did this become a b-side <laughs> right and there's so many it's people so... asking that question in comments oh, really? okay i'm excited yeah to hear, yeah 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 because wow what a what a gut punch of a song so anyway <laughs> uh, the last little bit i have for track notes is about the split artwork um the original screen prints and art were done by somebody named damien Genardi, but the layout design was done by R. Mayo, which is Rama Mayo. Rama um, Mayo. And that is all I have for track notes for this song. All right. That was great. Um, uh, do you want me to go into a few articles that I found? Please do. I, w- I would love that. All right. Okay. This was an article from Brooklyn Vegan. So Brooklyn Vegan. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, this is recent. So this is July 23rd, 2021. Uh, from Andrew Satcher. Bleed American turns 20. A look back on Jimmy World's great big American rock record. Uh, And then prefaces with uh, 2001 was the year that emo broke on a mainstream level with landmark releases like Thursday's Full Collapse and Dashboard Confessionals, the places you have come to fear the most. That helped bring the genre up from out of the underground. But emo's biggest boost in 2001 came from Jimmy World, a band who already helped define the genre's second wave in the 90s and who already thought their chance at a mainstream breakthrough was behind them. And then jumping ahead to this next paragraph here, commercially speaking, Clarity had less bragging rights. Its single, Lucky Denver Mint, saw minor success after getting some airplay and being used in the Drew Barrymore film, Never Been Kissed. But the album wasn't a hit, and after Capital underwent some staff changes, Jimmy World were dropped. In order to fund their next record themselves, they put out a compilation of previously unreleased songs and B-sides called Singles on the small independent label Big Wheel Recreation in 2000. And that same year, they put out three new songs on a split with Jebediah, released by that same label. It included a lovely ballad called The Most Beautiful Things, the emo punk banger, and should have been hit, No Sensitivity, and an early version yeah. of a suspenseful mid-tempo alt-rock song called Cautioners. Yeah, should have been hit. I like how they put that. Yeah, man. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, I have a couple. The one from the Dallas Observer. Mm-hmm. This one is uh, Diamond Rodrigue. 20 years later, Bleed American remains a genre-defining masterpiece, August 2nd, 2021, so around the same time. Uh, and they go on to say, 
just kind of talking about Bleed American and its uh, its progress for the band and in the music community. Eventually, they reunited with multi-platinum record producer and drummer for Drive Like Jehu, Mark Trombino, who also helmed Clarity and its predecessor, Static Prevails. Trombino can be largely thanked for Bleed American ever making it to the shelves, as he saw such potential in the album's success that he waived all fees until the band could pay him back. They certainly did when they signed with DreamWorks immediately after recording the 11-track album. The deluxe edition included several other songs, including the incredible track, No Sensitivity, that could have held its own as a hit single, or the angelic ballad, The Most Beautiful Things. <laughs> Say the most beautiful things. A lot of these are, yeah, these are definitely newer articles. I couldn't find a lot nice. of old stuff. Yeah, which is great. That's great. This, Phoenix New Times... Brendan Joel Kelly, October 26, 2000. This is an older article uh, titled Jimmy World, simply. Long dysfunctional relationships can be trying for anyone. Therefore, in the spirit of purging, it's best to celebrate the conclusions when they finally arrive. Local indie rock demigods Jimmy World have celebrated their end of their torturous relationship with Capitol Records by releasing two records that bookend the band's current aural incarnation singles. A collection of early seven-inchers and compilation tracks spanning the last half decade and a split EP with Australia's Jebediah featuring three new songs. This double dose ought to sate fans eager for new material until the full length the band is currently working on with longtime producer Mark Trombino is complete. This rich production aesthetic can be attributed to Adkins' recording of the songs. Hey, if you're going to split with a major label, you may as well go completely DIY. Uh, the trio of cuts, the most beautiful things, no sensitivity and cautioners, uh, exhibiting a sonic sophistication that hints at Siamese dream era smashing pumpkins. The explosions of no sensitivity with its I'm taking my kisses back. I want my kisses back from you. Chorus validates Jews status in the pantheon of addictive pop acts while cautioners picks up where clarity left off with looping drums and somber new wave-ish delivering echoing beautifully. I love the way these, I mean, I guess the Dallas Observer looks like the same format as the Phoenix New Times, so yeah, there right. may be a little bit it of just overlap. Got, uh, syndicated out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then I did come across uh, one more that I left for last on purpose. The communal spirit of Future's nostalgia with Jimmy World and Taking Back Sunday, emo legends joined by the beaches in Paso Robles. The Santa Barbara Independent put out a little article uh, just talking about this whole... Uh, this tour, and it's got a nice picture of Adam Lazar of Taking Back Sunday wrapping his mic around his neck. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I told you, man, that guy, that guy has got that down to a science. Uh, and and Caitlin Kelly writes uh, on October 26th, 2021, uh, nostalgia feels like a dirty word in the age of soulless Hollywood remakes, but Jimmy World and Taking Back Sunday's October 19th show at the Vina Robles Amphitheater offered a different take on the concept. On this chilly night in Paso Robles, fellow aging millennials, thank you, lined the open-air Vina Robles that, as the name suggests, is an add-on to a winery. Nosebleed onlookers dotted the scenic venue's grassy slope on beach towels while sipping from wine pitchers. I had mine. Yeah, pitchers. <laughs> Still, the upscale <laughs> atmosphere couldn't stop the pit from opening up. Damn right. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, there's Adam Lazara. Uh, and then, okay, the reason why I bring this up. Uh... But the Bleed American era took up prime real estate on the set list, which included beloved deep cuts like No Sensitivity, along with blockbuster sing-alongs The Middle, and menacing earworms like the title track, which did prompt me to go to Setlist FM and double-check what this October 19th show was like. 
because for the life of me, you know, I only remember um, bits and pieces <laughs> of songs here and there. <laughs> uh, it was Futures, Pain, Bleed American, All the Way Stay, Hear You Me, No Sensitivity at, at uh, track six, Chase This Life, After Big Casino. Me? Yeah. Crazy, nice. right? So it got that's how they brought you that's back great. in. It got nice yeah, and yeah. soft. And I want to say Jim did acoustic. Yeah. So sick. Yep. Uh, and then Big Ass Eno. Uh, five five yeah. five. For me, this is heaven. Work blister, night drive, sweetness, and the middle. I really did enjoy nightlife being up there before they came back with uh, sweetness and the middle for their encore. Yeah. yeah, or maybe it wasn't the encore, but it was like a nice. It was a solid ending. Yeah. So there you have it. Those are my articles, and uh, yeah, ended off with that that awesome show where I was. Thank you for doing this. Sweat on. <laughs> nice. Uh, shall we jump into a little bit community? Yeah, let's do that, man. All right. I've got a plus one from Song Meanings. This is by Dub2, uh, commenting on, you don't have to scream to say something that you honestly mean. I love that line. It always sticks out when I listen to this. Could be my fave Jimmy Eat World song ever. It's pretty amazing. I'd say it's about a person regretting their relationship with a person for certain reasons, but he still loves her, but knows it's not right to be with her. That was October 5th, 2008, Dub2, and got a, uh, a plus one on that. Uh, Twit FM had some uh, uh, comments. Uh, I had to go to the Wayback Machine, way back to 2009, uh, when this was originally posted. Uh, it's Joe says, I love you guys. Jenny Lee 3 says, love it. Somebody did Rock Hands. Somebody says, love it. But Cherry Bomb, and something about Cherry Bomb made me think, is that somebody I've seen in the community still? So anyway, I wanted to mention Cherry Bomb. Uh, three days ago, so this would have been November 13th, 2009. It says, listening to it and loving every minute of it, it's getting the kids dancing. Um, <laughs> so that is uh, a little bit of that. I have a shout box. Um, oh, yeah. What's in the shout box? For this song. And Hopefully I nothing but love. Newest first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's find the people that hate this song. No comments. What the fuck? <laughs> this is such an amazing track and, and live even better. Uh, that was April 7th, 2008 by Music Queen. Um uh okay let's 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 search for the people either that say something incredible or there is a shout unavailable maybe somebody got trashed in the comments here oh man um somebody mentions that they brought it back for clarity times 10 tour um one of my favorite jimmy world song people quoting lyrics <laughs> so the jackal says it's a shame the middle made the cut but this song didn't this was june 21st 2017 and soviet bike says came here to say the same thing august 10th of this year um so but could you is, imagine uh, could you imagine what alternate timeline we would be in right now had that switch yeah. you know who who could say but really the pop that pop explosion of the middle would have never taken off and we'd be in yeah, a different spot. I don't spot. know I mean, that this song at that time would have done what. No like, way. obviously, we understand this is a great song. I don't think right. this song at that time would have given us the band that we got. Right. And we've got what? Jimmy Eat World um, at six and a half million monthly listeners and Jebediah at 131,000. You know, like, let's mm -hmm. say that, let's say they, and I'm yeah. not calling it selling out, but let's just say Jimmy Eat World did that and they kept it in and they let they left the middle out they might be that kind of band where they're still chugging along making albums but n n no kind of listenership like they have now yep let the middle Ooh. be the gateway to finding yeah. those sensitivity yeah absolutely for sure there you go and i'm glad they both exist on yeah. all platforms uh 
wise guy um over on the music uh subreddit yes. who went and uh, reviewed all the songs says no sensitivity was a bonus track on the deluxe edition of bleed american i think this really belongs on this album with all the woes but it's raw production makes it sound more <laughs> from clarity era a crunchy emo rocker says wise guy um and finally how do i get you to say this number we had this problem last week and i you know what? I was going to guess yeah. my, my no, birth. No, this is easier, I think. Um, All right. Uh, the, <laughs> I, can, I can get you to say the number. Sure. It's not really all that fun. Um, the first two <laughs> numbers in your birth year. Oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, 19? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no sensitivity. Jebediah and Jimmy Eat World split seven inch two thousand. In between their two best albums, Jimmy Eat World released No Sensitivity. It's a song worthy of being on either Clarity or Bleed American. But as part of the split seven inch that also gave us the most beautiful things, No Sensitivity got the chance to shine and be remembered by itself. Those who know it have been rewarded for nearly two decades as a result. It starts with a bang. Puts a uh, some of the most expressive and punk-inspired guitar work they've done. Lyrically, Jim usually says he doesn't write songs from his own perspective, but whoever and whatever inspired No Sensitivity must have done something to him to warrant such sentiments of bitter invective. <laughs> uh, invective. Do I know this word? Invective. That's, That's a, cool a new one word. for me, too. Look up invective. Uh, insulting, abusive, or highly critical language. Cool. I'm taking my kisses back from you. I want my kisses back from you. The world don't spin without you. I'm amazed you're standing still. Cry if you want. The return of no sensitivity. You, uh, you don't have to scream to say something you honestly mean. The band has not regularly played No Sensitivity live in many years, but it was part of the encores for the Clarity Times 10 tour and was a fan favorite. They may not have rocked it as hard as they did on the original 7-inch, but it was still great and still drove home the feeling from a decade earlier. The world still don't spin without No Sensitivity. <laughs> nice job. Yeah. Jake T. Um, so that's all I have for community. What did you find? Okay, I got four from Reddit. And the first one from AcerJR50 three years ago. What happened to No Sensitivity? And they ask, I'm curious if anyone knows the story around No Sensitivity. I was trying to find its history, and my Google failed. I have this song on Bleed American Deluxe, and it seems like it was released as a B-side for Bleed American. And I can't understand how it didn't make the cut. So if anyone has any insight into that, I'd be happy to hear it. Thanks. Can you imagine? Can you guess uh, who stepped in to answer this question? Very close what in our community. In, uh, futures past. Close. So Linux one two one two comes okay. in and says, Sick. "Yeah, I believe the timing for this either being either Clarity era or Bleed American era are both right on the split triple disc EPCP Jimmy World Jebediah, where I believe this song first appeared was a thir August thirty first two thousand release from oh, big sick. yeah there we go big wheel recreation in the u.s interestingly the cd liner note insert uh don't have any songwriting credits just band members roles the 45s are even less helpful if i recall correctly from my time on the old website forums there was a lot of folks who said they had heard exactly what it was about or that they ghost wrote it with the band uh this was all all likely a bunch of bs i personally love that it's a great breakup song and that it functions well if you're on either side of that breakup Ultimately, I may just paraphrase Jim and saying, whatever it means to you, that's what the song means and is about. There you go, yeah. Thanks for prompting a morning <laughs> re-listen and letting me dig out the old CDs and vinyl. 
<laughs> so is Jed saying that some people in the forums said that they ghost wrote the song yeah. with the band, but probably in jest in that they, it felt so personal, like, oh, my God, he understood what I feel or like literally they <laughs> meant that they ghost wrote the song with Jim. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully in jest, right? Yeah. But, you know, I, I think I think if Jed's it were the got Blake community, on. I might think the other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ghost wrote it it's like it's one of those things that i could imagine uh and what in 2000s we were 17 i mean that seems yes. like something we would say some kind of like little thing yeah oh we, yeah just my li- cousin's dad knows uh, <laughs> i mean my uncle knows jim and i wrote a song with him one time well i'll still tell this story so the um the dude from say anything max bemis uh, uh-huh. I, I still can't remember how I came across this AIM account, Johnny Scream, or as Devin calls it, Johnny Scream. Uh, but he said, <laughs> hey, I helped him write. <laughs> um, I helped him write Walk Through Hell. And so, I don't know, he had a, he had a demo of that on his uh, Pure Volume page. And so I, I think that's how it was. I met him through Pure, oh, pure Volume. Right, yeah. Yeah. And anyway, he could have been lying. And all these years I've been repeating it. I'm on this podcast repeating it for at least the second or third time. And maybe he was just bullshitting me. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> when I was I in ninth grade myself. and I was only just getting into Blink-182, some guy had told me that he went to his girlfriend's house and wrote a song. Her dad had a studio and he and he wrote a song and uh, and uh, he was like, here, I, I put it on a tape for you. And I put it in. And I was like, oh, my God, this song is fucking great. Um <laughs> And it was literally just wasting time from Cheshire Cat, which I had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> um, but that that was like that so was exciting. like right at the end of like pre-internet innocence where like nobody yeah. could just freely look things up. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just had yet right. to hear that song. And the quality was like on Cheshire Cat was that of which I was just like, I don't know. It sounds like a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we were innocent years. Oh, that guy that gave it to me was about Mark's age when he recorded that song. So, you know, wild. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, embarrassing. Okay. Uh, Um, I've got a discussion thread titled all time favorite Jimmy song by JG429 two years ago. No ties. No talking around it. What's your all time favorite Jimmy song? Very hard to do. Uh, They landed on. I've landed on the world you love kind of surprised me that's good but I, I figured that's one of those choices and it's it's different for everybody right but i feel like there's a there's a a day or a week that the world you love would be my favorite track from jimmy world just happens you're to saying hit, that right? or you're reading a comment yeah i'm like maybe in this moment jg429 i now i'm now i'm kind of just talking off of my um, personally got it but why they chose the world you love it just seems like one of those where it's a great great song i love that song i don't know if i'd say it's my favorite because there's so many other ones that i feel could Take that That's spot. That's a good album cut, but yeah, I don't know. It is. My, it's very good. I, but I, I feel like on, on the right day, I would say that's my favorite Jimmy World song. On the right day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it just, you know, fits. When that, when that puzzle piece just fits. Uh, let's see. We've got, oh, and then the comments below, because we're talking about no sensitivity. Two deleted, <laughs> two deleted users both say, they got no roasted. sensitivity. Uh-huh. Always and forever, my fave. The emotion, the lyrics, the bridge, slash, breakdown. And Cheese Cun says this is the re- correct answer. And M. Hutchison's so, so good. And another uh, deleted account. No sensitivity. Love the energy. And then finally, Calm Panda, who we've talked about. Uh, if I thought about it, it may change. But my immediate choice was no sensitivity. 
shows up a lot in that thread. Uh, and then on a more recent note, I will do, what's, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I seem to save the set list for last. Uh, one year ago, by the user Jimmy Eat Pod, Jimmy Sort World, remember that? <laughs> yeah, man. Remember that late night or two that we spent oh doing Jimmy Sort World? Oh, my God. It was so tiring. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like it was like 2 a.m. when we finished. At least. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey there. A few weeks back, someone shared me a bias sorter for Blink-182's catalog. It had every song of theirs in their 2000, through their 2011 album Neighborhoods. And then we linked down. At 45 minutes and over 700 battles later, I can tell you this is pretty accurate. Now let's see what they have to say about no sensitivity. There were three remarks in here. And Ombremse on Licht says, yeah, Clarity is my favorite album. Why do you ask? Also, I can't believe no sensitivity made it into any album. Or into an album, rather. And they uh, did they share a picture? Yeah, so their top was Goodbye Sky Harbor. And then in fifth place was No Sensitivity. Nice. So, uh, yeah, proceeded in second, third, and uh, actually second and tied for third is Blister, 1223.95, and 23. 1223.95, that high up there on their list. Interesting. Uh, and the final one was from Table for Glasses 24, submitted eight months ago. Set list 102221. I'm sure there's a lot of people, a lot of listeners are uh, patrons uh, yes, especially. Yes, yes. Know that day. Uh, do we need more reasons to love this band? Because who else would pay this kind of ranging set list that rewards longtime fans 27 years into a career? And they, it goes thusly. Uh, what would I say to you now? Clarity for me, this is heaven. Get it faster. Criminal energy, no sensitivity softer for the first time since 2001 thinking that's mm. all kill blister night drive surviving and goodbye sky harbor and in parentheses i think i've seen the short version and and, and clanky <laughs> Cowards. down at the bottom Cowards. Yeah. yeah it's the same as the uh the itunes session version which is amazing yeah. now do we know did did we talk about this did taking back sunday do like a special set for that show at all no that, i don't think so okay I don't believe like, so. I wondered if they did any deep cuts or anything. Like, did they play the Ballad of Salville and Nueva or anything like that? I used to be <laughs> really into Taking Back Sunday. And then yeah. after, like, after Fred left, I was like, I don't know. I feel like this band's too much drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I heard about that drama when yeah, Fred left. I already, like, was sort of, like, kind of not cool with Fred joining the band. And then I liked him a lot. And then, like, when he left, I was like, oh, no. Now you're just all this. Yeah, this is too much. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You're too heavy for me. I can't. I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. Some song came on recently of theirs, and I was like, "Well, it doesn't sound like Taking Back Sunday, but it's a good song, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you what Taking Back Sunday, modern Taking Back Sunday, sounds yeah. like now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Um. I've got a thing called other versions. Um. The first is no sensitivity acoustic. Yeah. My guess is that this is them playing in the basement in Australia. Yep. Um, and there was some information I pulled from their website, a video of Jim, Tom and Rick playing an acoustic version of No Sensitivity at the Basement Studio in Australia. So let's take a listen, see if this sounds like them in a studio. And then what I want to do, there's no video. This is literally from our server here. <laughs> Open tuning, like how does he get his guitar to sound? Yeah, like that? I know, right? It's just it's a chorus. Okay, 
Okay, real quick, because I do think I, I may have a video of this performance. So let's listen. To there this. was another YouTube video that I saw the thumbnail had like a it's like, like a potato yeah. quality. Right. Um, let's take a listen and see if this is it, because people in the comments were talking about how great this performance is. And let's see if it's the video version of the same performance. I'll jump to 58 seconds if needed. Let's see. Let's Wait. listen to the beginning of this. Ready to um, jam this, I guess. All right. 10 bits per second, man. <laughs> yeah. Kilobits. Jim, Jim is 12 pixels. <laughs> I mean, you're being generous. <laughs> this is like if they had internet in the 60s yeah. <laughs> it like this. oh yeah it's like no, actually it wasn't a dissolve it was just a really low quality cut <laughs> is, is that Rick spread eagle on the right there it looks like it, don't it? Yeah. Oh, and he's got a microphone in front of him. I wonder if he's doing the arms. I know. Uh, it, what's he going to sing? Is he going to go... <laughs> 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 anyway, this is Wonderwall. That's what this yeah. part is. <laughs> <laughs> TV says so fucking obvious. I'm probably not in Australia on the radio. No. That's where he would have said it, yeah. Yeah. So fucking obvious. Ooh. Oh, there it is. Yeah, baby. Now, he's in Australia. I can't tell if that's a Maton, but I don't think it is. But I wonder if he got his Maton on this trip. There's no way we're going to be able to tell if that's a Maton. Yeah, I love when he doubles up those words like that. Was that a was that a mosaic tile wipe transition? <laughs> What's funny is it probably wasn't even a transition, probably just a cut, but the yeah. quality is just so poor. <laughs> Yeah. That is oh, Jimmy so Eat World at the Vice 
Ah, I didn't eat. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, so two, that was at the basement. All right, sweet. Yeah. Um, two comments. Um, one, when we listened to just the audio, I put down as my notes the, the dude, that reminds me of the peer to peer download days. That file would have been no percent 20 sensitivity.mp3 <laughs> right at the top of the list. <laughs> totally. Right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, here is a, uh, an, oh, you said, uh, two yeah. Different. And the other thing. One. The other thing is I can't wait and the day is coming when and it'll be a, it'll be a scary day but when AI will automatically upscale and re-render based on Jim and um, and Tom's oh, look Oh yeah man they'll the be able to video is going to Exactly it's going to be all HD crazy Yeah 4K <laughs> <laughs> All right you can put it on the goggles and be in the room with them Yeah <laughs> um, here is posted by N N V capital Z lowercase J capital V 7 this is a Nightcore version of No Sensitivity. Yes. See how it changes, though? That feels like yep. a pre-chorus. Yep. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. If that had come out in the 90s, I think it could have blown up. Yeah. It's got a very 90s feel to it. That little walk-up. Um, hearing yeah. it in the Nightcore version, it's much faster. And I can tell yeah. what you're talking about, where it does, it changes gears into that chorus. Yeah. And even <laughs> Zach's drum beat is like that 90s, like alt rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds like Phoenix TX could do this, a cover of this, or they oh could have written yeah, this. And <laughs> I know what it got, it would have got traction. All right. Um, why don't you fire up text? Oh, Ooh. no. Uh-oh. This is a different one. No text to speech for this. Ah, uh, bummer. Happen? Let me confirm. No Megan Golding. I'm pretty. Sure. What's funny is the the video that it is is so odd that it would be. Yeah, no, it's just a different one. I got to remove it from the playlist here. Um, bummer. We. I don't think we've done this uh, one because I I imagine that I'm just not going to shut up about the title. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, fuck. They just put the wrong song. It showed up when I searched no sense. Yeah. Um, so Bummer. no no text to speech. Sorry, everybody. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Right. So we've got let's let's dig into the live history of the song, if we may. Yeah. Uh, we here may. Here is and and what we what we'll do is uh, let's just jump to like three quarters of the way and listen to the bridges. So this sure. is the Mississippi Nights show, September sixteenth, two thousand one. And I'm gonna jump to three quarters of the way here. Oh, I probably missed it. I'm going to go back a little bit. Okay, so no, no, so fucking obvious. Yeah. Right. But okay, that's how they sounded in 2000. That's still pretty good. Okay. Of, yeah. Of board recording. Here's uh, the next year. This is live at La Scala. Oh, great. It's a flack file, so it's going to give me that uh, <laughs> really odd player. Um, Chrome Flack <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, Let's see if I can <clears throat> uh, 
found the download URL. Wow, I just don't understand what it's doing. <laughs> I've got to listen to a little bit of it because it's got a buffer. <laughs> I love how fast they're playing it here. Yeah. Zach's kick pattern is great. It's on point. <laughs> Mike's all over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump forward. Here we go. Oh, so close. Nope. No. What does this sound like? Is it Coldplay? Yeah, it sounds like Coldplay. It sounds like... Uh... Something off that first record. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, the one with yellow on it? Yeah. I don't know that record well enough, but that sounds like Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, Parachutes is the name of that, that uh, album. Oh, right. Um, don't Panic Sparks. Uh, nah, Sparks be, is too slow. Is it slow. Don't Panic? Which is a song I would know Let's pretty well. What's the one that's on the Garden State soundtrack? Oh man, they don't have that on here anymore. I have to go look. Uh, they have it here. Oh, they do have it on here. It is Don't Panic. Let's listen to it. Ready? Here it is. Oh, it's fall, baby. I'm about to watch Garden State. Angela has just Sorry, turned Angela. out. <laughs> <laughs> Coldplay's great. Look at us. Hey, <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> this is the track. Yeah, the tone of the the timbre of the guitar and all of that happening there is very like. Yeah, you're right. Agree, hundred yeah. right, percent. Here we are, uh, Metro Chicago. Uh, since we're talking about that, uh, this is uh, November eleventh, two thousand. And five, and uh, I'm gonna jump to I don't know. I guess I'm gonna jump to half of the way because I keep fucking it up. Otherwise, <laughs> it's still too far. <laughs> can't win. Ah, I love that. Oh. Yes, there yes, it is. baby. Michelle was right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna send this to Michelle right now. Yes, yes. Oh man, I'm gonna have to listen to that again. Yeah, dude, that was good. So tasty. Okay, here we go. 
obvious Oh, isn't it obvious? Jeez. Yeah, man. We live in a beautiful world. <laughs> Ooh, All right, let's see if they do that in 2008. Another flak file, baby. Uh, let's go. Jump to, I don't know, this part of the track. It's got a buffer. Of course. Oh, let's listen to the intro. This is another one that we haven't really been playing a whole lot. Um, you ready, Tom? Yeah, yeah. It's called No Sensitivity. Oh, the bass sounds really good on this. The mix is good. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right, let's jump up. Didn't get it there. Yeah. All right. Uh, here they are in Clarity Live. And I'll jump to uh, the middle of the track. Yeah. So this is 2009. I love when he does the to me, to me, to me, to me part. Sick. Yeah. And then finally, uh, this is going to not sound great. We won't hear anything, and I do believe it starts at the bridge. But Zach posted a drum cam video just last year of him playing it in S Salt Lake City. So I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of Zach playing it uh, uh, here. So this is the bridge right here. Here, Jim. I yeah, don't, I don't. If he's I'm, loud, I'm not enough. hopeful. Yeah. Snare sounds so good. Yeah, I heard it. Isn't it obvious? He did do to me, to me, to me, though. His kick is so good. 
who is this? Justin Nace, J.S. Nace, touring session drummer, currently drum tech for Slipknot, says, the snare sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Zach killing it like always. So that is all I have for live videos, but I'm so glad we found in 2005, he said, the so fucking obvious to me, to me, to me. All right. Um, shall we head into the covers section? Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Plenty of Coostie Boys. I've got one professional cover. I've got an acapella. I've got four bands, three guitar play-alongs, and something marked as other. Oh, okay. Well, let's start? let's start with... Um, I always love a good Coostie. Let's start with... What the hell? We've got plenty oh, to choose from. Yeah, we got... Um, I have the highlighted about six of them, so... Nice. Yeah, pick one. I I didn't watch any of them, so... Oh, let's do uh, West End Jam Night. You got them? Uh, West End Jam Night. I sure do. Here we go. Load right. it up into the watch together for us to peruse together. Blues Thursdays from 8 p.m. Well, I've got my car. We could go and sail while no one's over. We'll get somewhere just the same. I'm through talking. Strange to seem to be safe when a moment don't take too long. Cause you'll get burned if it's all that for time. Words don't spin without you. I'm amazed you're standing still Taking my kisses back home Ooh. All my kisses back from you Problems, they are problems Big that they never real Taking my kisses back home Whoa. All my kisses back from you Take it easy Now I'm interested Pretty good, huh? Bridge. What uh, Does oh. he do the thing that Jim does Where he says, to me, to me, to me Let's see, well, I'll just move it up True to the true nope. to the record. Yes. To me, Sweet. to me, to Good me. Good job, West End Jam Night. You got Sunblind. I do have Sunblind. I, I like it's Sunblind. It's uh, was it? somebody Luke of Sunblind. Luke of Sunblind. So Sunblind's the band. Luke coming out here and doing his own cover. Lefty or reverse? Do you think? Uh, reverse. See the lettering on his sleeve is backwards. Ah, thank you. Whoa! Yeah. I'm amazed you're standing 
was a video transition. Yeah, yeah, high contrast, black and white, man. Reverse and flipped forward. All right, let me jump ahead. All right, My Luke. When you hear those footsteps calling, isn't it obvious? My cute little pug sleeping on the bed. It's okay if you don't answer. I thought it was obvious. So obvious. Yep. Yep, just like the album. Nice. Right when he, because he started singing loud again, I thought he was about to go the <laughs> <laughs> pulling the old Jack Black man. That's what I would do, man. Yeah, <laughs> or at least whistle it. That's what I did when I covered um, El Scorcho. Oh, there you go. I can't play that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beep, boop. <laughs> uh, do you have okay. how I became invisible? Yes. Yeah. I remember typing that out. This is the last one I found. Uh, this was posted recently ish. Um, how I became invisible. I became invisible from Philly. Transpunk space emo songs about science, sadness, anger, and transition. We're all in this together, so raise your fist and start to sing. We jump ahead real quick. Nice little step up. Yeah, man. Yeah. They skipped the bridge then, right? I uh, we listen, right. Uh, I was, we I was enthralled he, with the guitar playing, and then I realized, yeah. oh, wait, we're in the chorus again. <laughs> I jumped right to Isn't It Obvious. Uh, so if you didn't catch it, you probably were. Oh, I yeah, see. I see, was, I see okay. Yeah, I missed uh, the beginning of the bridge. So yeah, yeah he okay. did. Uh, uh, isn't it obvious? I thought it was obvious, or he didn't do the to me, to me, to me. So fucking obvious. Yeah, so me, fucking me. obvious. 
All right. Uh, who's next? Uh, Danny Brooklyn. Danny Brooklyn. Classic Danny, Danny Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Got it. And uh, I, don't, I never say this, but all of these are available on our... Uh, uh, in the show notes, we have a link to all the Yeah, it's so easy. If of you these, wanna... The ones we play and more that we don't play on the show. So. I wonder how many people um, wonder when we paint the picture, right, what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, many yeah. people so, want to go well, see that, the video. You know, it was started because Blink-155 would do these, but they didn't have the videos anywhere. And so I would go and find them because oh, they would you describe would them and they were so <laughs> odd. <laughs> well, I've got my car. We yeah. can go and sail in a while. You know I won't turn. sounds like what came out of my bedroom when I was in high school. Exactly. This is exactly what it sounds like. I dug that. That was cool. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I like what they did. like dashboard yeah dude i like what they did with it yeah man danny brooklyn yeah man all right who's next all right let me go back to the list Ooh, i think i want to play the precinct do it i think the precinct was like a coosty band like a female fronted coosty band let's see this looks like hotel cafe Sundance Festival Cafe 2010, the Beehive Tea Room. MySpace.com slash The Precinct. Sounds like 
Simon Barber says, a very pretty laid-back rendition. I love the vocals and the interesting take on the guitar part. Come on, let's get some harmonies. The precinct is from SLC. I'm not sure how MySpace works. They have, oh, they're connected to 604 people and 947 people connected to them. Uh, they follow the RX Bandits. Do you think she's going to do the, the fucking? Let's see. I, I want her to, especially in Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Isn't it obvious? Oh, the, oh, here we go. Okay, that's Isn't it obvious? It's okay if you don't answer. I thought it was obvious. I thought it was obvious. Oh, man. I at least want somebody to say to me, to me, to me, to me, because that'll show that they're a true head and they've been to a yeah. show. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but also very cool. Dug the vibe. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, anybody else you want to? Let's see. Uh, let's do to Mas- be happy at all. Can we listen to oh, Master go, Betty yeah. guitars? Because yes, there yes, was yes, another yes. one, and I have two of them. Yeah, I, I have pref- one that I put down as a guitar cover, but then I have right. a V two that looks like it's just acoustic cover. That's so the one I sure preferred. The acoustic cover, okay. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. I mean, it's always nice to have a play because along. Because the other one is, what, just... her playing along? Yeah, exactly. Taylor. My acoustic take on one of my favorite songs from my favorite emo band in the world, 90s. Half-step tuning. Big baby Taylor guitar. Oh man, this is like your brand right here. Yeah. Uh, recorded in recorded the rhythm guitar over the solo part separately. Oh snap, there's gonna be layers. Notes. I teach beginners and immediate guitar. Hit me up at Pound of Nuts at gmail.com. If you're interested to learn any of these songs I have on this channel, I provide private lessons, tabs, guitar backup tracks to help you with your guitar needs. Your support means a lot to me. Buy me coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Master Betty Guitars. Tip me at PayPal. Master Betty Guitars. Ben Long says, found your page on the Long Way Down cover, but Jimmy Eat World is my favorite band of all time. Love this cover. Uh, Dan B I, says, teach me. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, she seems like a head. So when I go to play the bridge, I feel like she's going to do it. Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's see. Master Betty says, love them since clarity. Oh, hell yeah, there's the Oh, layers. yeah. Now, behind her, is that a J90? No, it's not. It's, just a, it's telly. a telly, but I don't know if it's a J90. No, I don't think it is. I don't think he has whatever that metal is under the pickup. Yeah. 
I don't think he has that. It's not on his. And the metal along the knobs and stuff. She reminds me of Sue Lin, um, who plays guitar in Probability. Have you seen Sue Lin? Who did she, who did Check you say out she Lynn's looked like? audition when she joined Propaganda. What was that? Who did you say she looked like? So, uh, she, it, it's not that she looks like her, but the fact that she's like um, a small girl who shreds on guitar. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, check out Sue Lynn's audition when she played with Propaganda. This is the, her audition footage, and Propaganda was so blown away by her. Not only is she in the band now, they uploaded her audition footage. It's so good. <laughs> also, I love their like rehearsal hall footage. That's Chris. Yeah. Imagine, Damn. Like, I mean, this is fucking rock star moment. Like, right. Oh my your god. Your favorite was, well, band is looking for a guitarist. <laughs> Not only did you like apply, but now you're playing with them yeah. to audition. Like, <laughs> fuck. And you caught it. I mean, I caught her smiling at least three or four times looking oh, over. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Killing it. This. Yeah. Yeah. How sick. Uh, all right. Sweet. So yeah. Um, Master Betty guitars rules. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Any any other coosties we want to hit? Uh, nope. That was it in my list. All right, let's check out um, uh, Emographia is a band that had two different versions of their cover. I have a newer version or an older version. Which one do you want to hear? Uh, let's do the newer version. I feel like they've stepped up their game without even knowing what they it, did. I don't even, <laughs> it could be the same upload. Just got, I, I found two versions of it or something, but let's take a listen. Emographia. This looks like it's at a county fair. <laughs> Who's running the lights? They're just doing the most. I can't tell if that would make me nauseous or not. <laughs> 
jump to the bridge. Dude, look at that pit, it's wide open. <laughs> Other Slipknot fans, that's what I right, This is too jangly for us. The guitar tones are really good. Yeah, it does. Sounds okay. really good. All right. Um, Ingrid Orem. I didn't watch Ingrid Orem. Are you familiar with Ingrid's work? Uh, I don't have that in my list. I'm willing right, to listen. No sensitivity co cover. Uh, uploaded by Natalie Orem. Oh, know, wait, Natalie wait, wait, wait. Her sisters. Hold uh -oh. on. I'm going to pause this real quick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're both pausing. Okay. Uh, this was the one. Oh, this is when I had Teenage Rampage. Okay, no. Oh, is that the name of the band? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. All right, so when you listen to it, just listen for the difference in the oh, guitar I think it's sound. at Teenage Rampage. Oh, okay. Or maybe, all right. So this is from 2010, looks like August 20th, 2010. All right, what am I looking for? Okay, just listen to the, uh, listen to the chords and see if you notice anything special. Okay. You, do you ever wonder, and I know, I, I feel like Alex Melton's done this. Oh, what would that song that's written in minor sound like in major? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, exactly. Yes. It's like I, you, I was <laughs> trying to pinpoint what song they were playing. Well, it's like, it almost sounds like the Ramones, uh, you know, every Ramones yes, song yes, ever, Yes, right? yes, yes, It's very much a Ramones song, for sure. <laughs> All right, I'll let it that's play great, through. But <laughs> yes, this is definitely like a minor played in a major key. Yeah, I love it. Hey, Dude, hey, look hey. at the kid in the, yeah. <laughs> the guy with the famous shirt from Krebs. Sure, it has like a bird kind of on his head. <laughs> Although it's 2010. It's very it's fitting. It's really time for this hair. Very sceny. A bird's nest. <laughs> Oh, look at that famous star. Is that famous? That's famous, yeah. Yeah. I'm all for this major version of No Sensitivity. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, that's what's kind of funny. It's like, this one sounds great. Yeah. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit, Mr. White. I'm happy. I don't know, man. I don't even feel like it's a mistake. I feel like they just fucking made it their own. Yeah. I think this sounds just like all of their teenage dirtbag uh, songs or whatever. I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby. Well, now they kind of sound like No Doubt. Yeah.
miss no damage. One, two, one, two, three, four! I miss no doubt. I really wish Dream Car was just no doubt with Dave Pavitz. But it was just a yeah. whole different thing. Like, it literally was no doubt with Davey Havoc instead of Gwen, but I, it wasn't no doubt. Like, I wanted Davey Havoc to go out and say, I'm just a girl. <laughs> okay, so they're great. Yeah. I do love I, it. I would have had fun at this bowling alley, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see the flying sky poles. Do you know anything about? Or, or, or I got the flying sky poles or hearsay, or we could do both. Hearsay is a new one. It looks like a COVID band. Uh, okay, we can do that one. Yeah, I listened to that one. I put in all caps. Great. Oh, okay. I mean, it's very controlled environment. Of course, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Do nine shirt. Whoa, he's got like a seventeen string bass. He's using our microphone. But there's like nothing sticking out of the back of it. How's he got? How's it plugged in? Ooh, yeah. Ah, yeah, the Tambo. Yeah, Tambo. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, chunky. Oh boy. No sensitivity, you don't have to scream to say something that you honestly mean. The world don't spin without you. Like, it, I don't like it, but it's well done. Is it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's yeah. not my cup of tea, but they're doing that thing well. Put it this way, this truck sounds way too lifted for me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I dig this part though. This is cool. I like this. I dig it. Oh boy. Oh, dude. <laughs> After a slight hiatus, we're back to work. This one goes out to the bestest 
of Best Big Guys, the one, the only, Ian Girdwood. Happy birthday. You're the best guys I found to date to cover this classic song, says Steve Bird. They're called The Hearsay. Yeah, these guys definitely listen to a lot of Breaking Benjamin and uh, Cold. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got that sound, man. <laughs> this truck is hella lifted. Uh, oh, yeah. See, like, uh, they've got all kinds of covers. <laughs> um, they also seem like a really fun uh, resident bar band. Oh, Like dive course. bar band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The here you go. This is, the, this, is the dive, this is the dive bar song right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I dig it. No, man. The same for me. But they do what they do very well. We forget about the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. They do it. what they do well. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've got scissors to the throat. I've got a Russian kid. That uh, Oh, this Russian oh. kid did the stacked guitars thing. The, okay, the two do it. Yeah, I, I put his, down. Oh. Is this the one that you... Here, let's... let's, let's so, let's yeah, I, I don't... I put... Uh, yeah, I listened to it. But go ahead. Let's watch it again. Speech. Start speaking. What? Uh, so uh, I had Siri read it, and that was not worth anything. Oh. It just told me each, <laughs> Nothing. Like, each character. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see if I can paste it into uh, Google here. Let's see. I just want to see if I can give this person credit. Oh, that's not doing it. Um, how do I how do I copy this name here? Uh, so you translate. We'll probably do it, right? Translate.google.com. Yep, that's the Tech one. Language. All right, James K is what it goes to, but let's listen. James K. Hmm. Oh, that literally says James. Ah, James. Oh, wow. James K. James K. My comment James is da. Ka. There it is. That's the one. <laughs> James K. All right, uh, here's James K. Good old James. Jimmy K. Oh. Ah, I love the little album yes, album art in the back. The contrast is so high, it just looks like a floating hand. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, man, I'm mesmerized by this. This yeah. looks like when you go see like a puppet play music. Yeah, like <laughs> two people stacked on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this is like... Um, the guitar is in someone's lap, and then someone's reaching around them. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think the best word to describe it is mesmerizing. My brain is very confused. I, I love these stacked guitar videos because you get to see the 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 dueling exactly. guitar parts really clearly, and it's really well done. And how so smart, yeah, Jim it. and Tom do yeah. it. Yeah, good job, James K. Yes. James K. Yes. Now, um, if you want to listen yeah, to... but I have one other one that's a full band, but let's just do Scissors to the Throat because I wrote down Dude So Chunky. He's using a, uh, a Les Paul, and it sounds great. All right. I don't know what any of that means, but let's check it out. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's those dual humbuckers, man. (laughs) Yeah. Did you come across like a pop song? Yes, I did. So that was that's okay. what I put in other because I didn't listen to it. So I was oh, like, "What is okay. this?" And I feel like we come across like a pop song once before. Yeah, um, we did. What is this? It's it's just reimagined. There's no video other than that. Uh, it's like the kids, but the adult bop. Ex- yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> adult bop. It's like there were no overdubs. This was done live or something. Let's see what he does on the bridge. One cover that did, did it. The yes. Thing. Worth the cover. Absolutely. Their Worth heads, the man. Mission. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got two more um, before. Uh, I didn't make a rave to Jay this week. Did you? Oh, okay. I, I have two. You have two rave to Jays? Hell yeah. I have um, two rave to Jays. Yes. All right. Do you, Are there any other covers you want to play? There's two more I want to play. No, go ahead. Knock yourself out. I'll watch. Okay. I think let's play this one because I don't want us to go to sleep. Sparrow Sleeps did a cover. Uh, this will oh, scar sweet. me and remind me of that first night with Keaton. So let's take a listen. So that is that. And then uh, the last one I have is an acapella version uploaded by Cam Delman. Oh, emo capella. No sensitivity. This was only uploaded eight months ago. Oh, I didn't catch this one. I'm excited for this. 
original song by Jimmy Eat World, eight views. This was uploaded July 10th. Oh, not even eight months ago. Eight weeks ago? <laughs> All right. Uh, did you skip forward? What happened? Oh, I guess because I no, I didn't. Tab oh, it. No. it paused it. Here we go. I see three pairs of cargo shorts. <laughs> I wish I had more information about Emo Capella. Why are they rushing? Slow down! This is them four by three. My guess is this is somebody that was in high school in 2007 and is just uploading all this stuff. You think this is high school? Is it? Do you think some people went out and did this on purpose? Well, I'm just saying that this might be like the very first year in college. Like, oh, I'm going to join choir. <laughs> Acapella. I don't know. I feel like college, they would have like matched their outfits or something. Maybe you're right. Yeah. These do seem like seniors. <laughs> All right. Let's see what they do. All right. I'm going through their back catalog. I'm definitely going to play a couple more of theirs. Come on, so fucking obvious, please. Yeah, right? <laughs> there are 12 of them. I'm the dude on the left. Yeah, he's the hype man. Yeah, baby. All right. Since we're talking about Take Back Sunday. <laughs> Whoa. What? Like, why are they all white beaters? And that's not cool. I can't say that. Uh, tank tops. Lighting is so scary. Yeah. It's very cultish. <laughs> All right, here's another one that we'll know. They got the hits in here. I mean, you gotta give it to them. Yeah, the vandals, huh?
It's just like 12 <laughs> bros good, that wanted to sing together. Yeah. Like, there's no coordination. Like, I dig the idea. <laughs> the execution, it's like, like, idea is like 11 out of 10. Execution's right. A two? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Brutal. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they I, sped it up a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah. All the songs. All the songs. Dragging. Yeah. All right. Uh, hit me with these rave DJs. All right, dude. Your choice. What would you rather go with? Well, I'm hearing them both. <laughs> Sen- <laughs> now, which one first, though? Sensitivity Paradise or Sensitivity Panic? Oh, what? Uh, uh, sensitivity Paradise. All right, here we go. I don't know if you're going to get it. It's not that one. Welcome to Paradise. That? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how this sounds. It doesn't seem to have sped up, up or slow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just cuts out. Now, how did you come to this? Can you hear the drum in the back? I heard Bridge, man. I mean, this doesn't not work. You know what? I looked at what are okay. This song looked like it starts in uh, C sharp minor. That's what it looks like the initial chord is. <laughs> but I mean, if he plays it in D, like I see, drop D. Uh, so I, I looked up what hip hop songs from the '90s that start in C sharp minor, and this came up. So <laughs> it was a stretch, dude. It was a stretch, hey, man. Uh, well, it didn't. It didn't. What it didn't do was, uh, you know, speed it up, slow it down, or. 
um, change the pitch. Yeah, so you're right. For you. It it had a, a few abrupt moments, but I, overall, I think it was pretty pretty decent. All right, let's hope this one works. I got this idea mid pod when you at, when you mentioned the Twinklies from Panic. So this is sensitivity Panic. I see. Yeah, let's see how this one turned out. Oh God! They should have called it Don't Sensitivity. Yeah, it's the shuffling drums. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, dude, I no for me, dog. This part's cool. Dude. Nah, dude, it's cursed. <laughs> yeah, Chris sounds nuts there. <laughs> fucking cursed oh man justin what are your final thoughts on the song no sensitivity by the band jimmy eat world an absolute banger uh i'm very happy that they had this back on streaming services just so i can hear it again i don't have to go you know try and upload it or listen it elsewhere this yeah this is an amazing track uh it pumps you up and from what when we analyzed it now or at least saw the covers um there's a lot of intricacies as far as the music goes so, dude, yeah. it's got all the all the little pieces, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like they're like it. it other than open bar reception, it's got to be one of their most po- popular B sides, right? Like, yeah, they played yeah. it 125 times. They played this B side out 125 times. Like, how often does that happen? If if Blink ever played "Don't Tell Me It's Over" or something live, <laughs> I would lose my shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, so, like, the fact that this gets 125 plays. And I mean, as eight weeks ago or something, they played this song. So I mean, right? Mm. This is a live still going for sure. So, um, and I'm glad of that. This is one of those. Just like it, whenever I hear, you know, uh, what I would say to you now live is uh, such a treat and such an incredible um, experience live. And you'll hear me talk about it with Michelle, uh, our guest. But yeah, what a great track and uh, really hypes up a show. Um, and I think they put it in the right spot, especially yeah, when man. we went and saw them as the coming out of uh, My Sundown, was it? Or what was it that it was coming out of? Oh, boy. Not My Sundown. It was Here You Me. Yeah. That they, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good. I know, set yeah, list making exactly, right man. They know, how to, they know how to bring you back out uh, you know, when you're yeah. nice and relaxed. <laughs> yeah. So absolute banger. Absolutely love it. This is a, a, a top track for me. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, well, uh, hopefully uh, you're not needing to take your kisses back from anybody because you're all being excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Welcoming to the podcast, probably somebody who we booked way back at the beginning for this episode, believe it or not. Uh, Michelle Swarbrick, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Here you are, finally what, some hundred episodes later since we booked you. <laughs> right. Um, to talk about no sensitivity, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm surviving. <laughs> 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 um, so let's start, uh, as I always like to, on the sort of macro level and work our way down. Um, Jimmy Eat World, obviously you're a fan. You found yeah. us. Um, tell us about your journey with the band. 
So my journey started in March of 1998 um, with Blink-182. Um, they were playing Snowcore. Um, that was the tour. I do believe they met Travis because they were playing with the Aquabats, though I don't remember the exact date, but I know it was a Sunday that they played in Detroit because the Aquabats did not play that day. Um, but back then I had a huge crush on Mark Hoppus and it was shortly after Valentine's You're only human. Day. So I made <laughs> this huge heart and it was uh, a reference to the song Cacophony. Uh, the lyrics, will there ever be someone who'll give her heart to me or will I be too blind to see it? So I made him a giant heart. So after they played, we went out in front of their tour bus. He saw us. Um, so we actually got to be on the tour bus with him for a couple hours. He wasn't feeling so well that day. So he was just hanging out on the tour bus. Um, but while we were hanging out, he was like, do you guys want to hear my favorite band? And we were like, uh, yeah. So he put on Jimmy Eat World, Static Prevails. And from the, from the very first notes, I was like, these guys are awesome. So it took me probably a month or so later before I actually found a copy of Static Prevails. I had to go to an independent shop and order it specifically. But we finally got a copy of Static Prevails and we just played it and played it and played it and played it. And then um, we started finally seeing them live in, I think it was 1999. And we just, um, I try to see them every time they're in the area. Sometimes I will go um, to other states to see them. I went to the Tennessee show in the caverns because obviously if you can see Jimmy Eat World in a cave, you're going to see Jimmy Eat World in a cave. Yeah, we wanted to go so bad and the tickets were so expensive to fly out there. That's why the only reason we didn't go. I was so bummed. Right. Um, and then uh, we also uh, used to follow the Warp Tour, and uh, we saw them in uh, Warp Tour 2001. When we were at the New York City show, uh, we caught wind from somebody that we were standing in line with that they were doing a free radio show in Baltimore a couple days later. So on our way back to Michigan, we went to that show. We talked to Tom before the show. Uh, because that was before everybody just had uh, smartphones and recorded everything. And we had our video recorder. So we actually have that show. And um, speaking of no sensitivity, they did play that at that show. So I do have a recording from August 2001 of no sensitivity, along with a whole bunch wow. of other songs. Is that online anywhere or you just have it in your private cache? Uh, I have, so it was back when recorders just recorded onto uh, like VHS or whatnot. And then I copied that onto a DVD thingy or whatnot. So I, I have, I have that. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. How's the audio quality on that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's a fun memory. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you were. 100% speaking my language. We need to go and talk. How did you find Blink uh, in 98? Um, I think they just, 
uh, we're playing uh, one of the, one or two of the songs uh, of uh, off of Dude Ranch on one of the Detroit alternative stations, and I I think I just was like, yes, this is this is like my stuff. So um, so we just started. That's so rad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, my introduction to even the Jimmy Eat World existed was on the Urethra Chronicles VHS when they are all talking, like sitting and talking about like their favorite bands and Tom talks about Jimmy Eat World. And I was like, oh, I'll check out Jimmy Eat World. And uh, I mean, I've told this story a bunch, but then a guy I was doing a play with was a high school teacher and randomly bought me the singles CD as like a closing night gift. And that was the first Jimmy Eat World CD I ever had. And then when Bleed American came out, I popped it in and started at Bleed American. I was like, oh, yeah, this is rad. Like before the middle, like luckily I made it in. I mean, luckily, it doesn't matter. But um, I I got in under the wire and then all of a sudden the middle was everywhere. And in my mind, I was like, well, of course, Tom DeLonge likes them. Of course, the middle is everywhere. But <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty it, it was like kind of a weird backdoor entry into the band. So that's awesome. Oh, man. Are you on Mark Hoppus's dis Discord server at all? No, I'm not on Discord. Oh man, I'm gonna. I, I'm on there. Do you mind if I remind him? Like, hey, I just interviewed somebody for my podcast, and she met you after a show in '98, and you played Static Prevails for her, and made Jimmy Eat World her favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. You can see if. Uh, yeah, definitely let him know. I don't know if he'd remember. I mean, he we might saw remember like broad stroke details like sure. that, where it's like, oh, I brought some random people on the bus and made them listen to Static Prevails. I vaguely remember that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he remembered us for a few years afterwards, like when we'd bump into him at different shows. But um, That's so yeah. cool. It obviously has so been cool. 24 years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we live where where I live is in Sherman Oaks. And my wife works on Rodeo in Beverly Hills. And so we drive over the hill through Beverly Hills on the way into work when I drop her off. And we saw Mark and Sky walking one morning. And so I was like, well, I uh, he's out walking with his wife. Like, I'm not going to roll my window down and say, hey, like and like wave him down. So I messaged him on Discord and was like, hey. Good morning. We just saw you walking, uh, doing your morning walk, and he was like, "Oh, you should have stopped to say hi." Uh -huh. And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Uh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. But yeah, what a cool dude. So that's awesome. So uh, from Static Prevails, that's that is a early entry into the band, which is awesome to hear. Comparing, obviously, I'm going to give the caveat of today. Were you to choose your favorite record by Jimmy Eat World, what would it be? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I can choose a favorite record. Um, I do know that, um, like, I guess it was 2020 when uh, I, so I moved out to this area, uh, I guess it was mid-2019 uh, from the Flint, Michigan area. And that's where a lot of my family still lives so I was doing a lot of traveling back and forth and for some reason I decided to start listening to Invented because I really didn't when that came out I didn't necessarily listen to it a lot um, but I I really fell in love with that album in like 2019 20, 2020 um, but I don't know if I would say that's like it's so hard to choose a favorite album it just kind of fluctuates depending on the season and your feelings of course. and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think Jimmy Eat World is one of those bands that really has like an album for every season. So yeah, I think mine fluctuates mostly between you know a few a few records, not just not just one. Right. Um, but yeah, um, having seen the band in '99 and then going and seeing them in 2001 twice and all that stuff, how many times do you have a count of how many times you've seen the band? Oh, I saw them many times in 2001 because, like I said, we followed the work tour and all that. Um, yeah. I wish we would have kept better track and my sister has uh, most of our old pictures and ticket stubs because she keeps saying she's going to organize everything. Um, my best guess would probably be at least 40 to 50 times. Nowhere near That's as much so as I know you had uh, another big fan a while back saying that she's seen them hundreds of times. And I was like, whoa, I thought yeah. we were fans. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. She's a she's she's a rare breed for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's rad. And they uh, do you have like a favorite era that you saw them where like they either uh, it was like the set list was on point or the sound of their amps and guitars on that tour were particularly incredible or um, or you met somebody after the show or something like that. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, I've liked all of the shows. I've, um, I think I did like, so right before the pandemic on actually Jim's birthday in 2019. Um, so 11, 10, 2019, they played a show in Grand Rapids at the intersection that I, um, I think they were they were sounding really good. I have a few uh, video clips that I recorded on that. The big thing was um, Tom brought brought back Rockstar in with yeah. that. So I so I have a recording, a full recording of that song, and he he sounded fantastic. Um, so that was that was nice to see Tom doing one of one of his not blister yeah. songs. Which, well, I was going to say, did they replace blister with rockstar? Or did he play both? I can't remember. I think they also played your new aesthetic, um, but I'm not sure if they played blister that night also, Yeah. but I'm still waiting right. for him to play robot factory. He teased I it. Know, a while we were back. just talking about that. Yeah, I know he played it on Twitter and it sounded great. <sighs> yes. That's my favorite Tom song. Oh, nice. That's good to know. Um, so uh, let's say your favorite gym song then. You got Robot Factory. What's the gym song that you would uh, you would back that with? Well, I mean, it used to be No Sensitivity um, for the longest time. Uh, now it just, again, fluctuates. When you guys did um, the episode, what's the, now I'm forgetting the name of the song. So oh, on, I'm not a nameman, but I'll I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so on stay on my side tonight. There's disintegration, close closer, over, over. over. Yeah. That yeah. I I yeah. Like so that's kind of my newest like favorite yeah. for right Wasn't now. Wasn't that cool? That was such a cool story that Jim had about that song where they wrote it like four years prior to that, when Zach like took the van to go visit his grandparents or something. Right. And he and the guy, oh, I want to say it was the guys from Christie Front Drive, wrote it like between shows, and then they played it that night yeah. instrumentally. 
um, like four or five years before the song was ever actually properly recorded. That was such a cool little uh, bit. Yeah, Over's a really cool track. Um, and it was an honor to have Jim on for that. So, yeah. Um, so now let's get into No Sensitivity. So you chose it forever ago. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I assume you wanted to jump on it because it's one of your all-time favorite tracks. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about that song? Do you remember the first time you heard it or the first time that it really clicked and it meant something to you? Well, I mean, they used to, it used to be a, a pretty regular song in their set, at least when they played like in the Michigan area and, and whatnot. But um, I think my strongest memory was, um, so in uh, 2004, I had a friend that was going to Michigan State University, which is this area where I live in now. And they played a show there. And when they played No Sensitivity, I just, that was the first time I got like super emotional and like cried. And so I feel like since then, Jimmy World performing live has been kind of like a catharsis for me. And so I like crave that every time they're, they're around, I want to go, I want to see them. There's something about just like the four of them, they're energy but especially Jim just has this aura and this sound to his voice that just like hits me in all the feels and like it's it's just yeah, a beautiful it's experience. so you you're describing it so perfectly because that's how I remember the first time like I'd heard what I would say to you now so many times and there was something about like one show at the Wiltern that they busted that song out. And I don't know what it was about that particular night in Jim's voice that night, but like that shot so far up my like favorite songs list. Um, and, and yeah, it's like, it's like a weird feeling you can't. And I, and like, I don't know if I teared up or cried that night about it, but it's definitely like, I definitely got all those goosebumps that I think you're describing that one time that it really kind of clicked with you at a live show for no sensitivity for yeah. sure. And I think, I think they're cut from the same cloth, these two songs. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not sure there's something sonically happening that is, uh, that is really resonating, uh, with the two of us. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite lyric from no sensitivity or is it more of a, a full vibe? Like I love it's the type of story song and especially like, well, I've got my car. We can go and sit a while. Like, I don't know the, the way that Jim throws away lines like right. that. But at the beginning of a song, like you close your eyes and kiss your hand and blow it. Like, it's that type of like, I don't know. Like, it's just like the most simple idea. Yet the way that he says it is so cool. Right. And it <laughs> um, paints a picture and I think right this away. song opens with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so is there something in the song that like when you think of the song, No Sensitivity, like this is the line or this is the tattoo line, really? Like this is the one you'd get tattooed. <laughs> My sister was the one that actually got the tattoo in reference to that. Well, actually, I guess I do. I do. Um, so I only have one tattoo and it's of a Band-Aid. And so and then I have different um, symbols representing different bands in in the band aid, awesome. and so it's a band aid. Yes, yeah, a band aid. So in reference to the, <laughs> the movie, almost famous. But yes, and oh, okay, yes, yes, yep. 
Um, so then for my Jimmy Eat World symbol is like that rock star, that star that like so many people have tattooed. And so, yeah, in reference to Static Prevails and, and you know, when I first got into Jimmy Eat World. That's awesome. Um, so yes, so speaking of tattoos, but when talking about uh, no sensitivity, I mean, it's like that opening sound and then the the biggest part that I like of the song is like when it gets like quieter, would you call it the bridge? When he's like, when you hear those footsteps yeah. calling. Yep. Yes, and where he just gets kind of softer. And for a while there, when he sung it live, he threw in the F word in that, that thing. Mm. So that gave it a little more oomph. And then um, Jim's guitar at the end of that, those, that stanza, um, that's like that's like probably my favorite part. I'm gonna listen for that in the bridges when I'm pulling the live videos right. for uh, for Jim dropping the f bomb. I love it. Yeah, I I, love I when, swear I love he did at, at a few shows. I listened for it because I just um, rewatched that 2001 show that I have recorded, and I don't think he said it there, but I swear there were at least a couple times when he threw in. Uh, you know, he was like, isn't it obvious? So effing obvious. Oh, hell yeah. Stoked to listen to that. Um, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. So um, uh, what is it that you're looking forward to? We've gotten, uh, let's talk about, let's uh, let's um, imagine what we know is, is coming. We've got two songs, um, no real record announced. A lot of people freaking out that, oh, they're not going to do a record. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're putting together another singles. I think it would be cool if they backed some of these singles with some upcoming Phoenix band or something like Like basically make like a digital seven inch like they had back in the day. Right. Um, that could be cool. But like, what are your sort of hopes for like what the band has coming out? Uh, I don't know if I really have any hopes. Like I am kind of excited. Did you get lucky enough to hear uh what what's the song that they were gonna place your debts yeah. i'm not saying i'll send you a link to it but like you know I might <laughs> okay so i'm excited <laughs> for that one because lots of people say it sounds more like um it, it sounds like it'd be off futures or stay on my side yes, tonight for yes. sure and, yeah. uh, yes and disintegration is well, and like I said, and with over and closer, yeah, that's such a great. Um, I think it's definitely that vibe, yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah, so I'm excited for for that. But um, yeah, it's yeah, they just have they're just great at songs like that, but they're they're also great at like really like rocks rocking songs like you know Robot Factory and whatnot, and then they're great at songs in the middle of that, like they just yeah are great at basically everything they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think something loud was a great summer song. Right. And I think place your debts is going to be a terrific fall. Ah, night drive yeah. Yeah. Song. So then I yeah. guess it would make sense yeah. to wait. Yeah. Until September. Yeah. 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 So anyway, if people want to find you online and chat more about the band, where can they find you? Um, I am on Facebook. Don't bother her. <laughs> <laughs> I am on Facebook. Uh, I am on uh, Twitter. I think I'm Sparkles Rainbow 77 on Twitter. That's, that sounds right. Uh, I don't 
even I'm on Instagram. Let me see. I think I'm rainbow we'll sparkles your stuff in the show 77 too, on, yeah. on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so I'm on kind of the, the older person's social medias, not on the, uh, like TikTok <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, I want to appreciate, I want to let you know how much we appreciate you coming on the show. I'm glad this was a long time coming and, yeah. uh, and it was really fun talking to you. I love your stories, uh, about how you found the band. That's like one of my favorite parts about sort of infiltrating this community in this way. Um, cause it wasn't really a community I engaged with so much. It was like, obviously they were like my second favorite band, but be, you know, the, with that comes a lot of like dedicating my time to my first favorite band you know so it's been great getting to know the community and and trust me when i say that i hate the blink 182 community fan community Aww. so much the jimmy Eat world fan community is much more <laughs> more much more in my speed right um, yes yeah and uh, it's it's so, yeah. just so awesome how well respected they are among their peers and i love that that you know the artists will like promote each other and, and that kind of stuff. So that's, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I thank you for taking the time to talk to me today about no sensitivity and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you.